It's time for Done Being Single with your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Scharf. If you're dating the same type over and over again, making the same mistakes and not finding love, then you're not done being single. What you need is some tough love dating intervention, Trevor and Robbie style. Whether you're new to dating or have been dating forever, we've got you covered. Now, here are your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Well, what is it, a year now since COVID it is a year. came into the picture? It's yes. been about a year, right? It's a year. I can't believe it. A lot has happened. So much has happened. We don't talk about it a lot. We have not too much. But today, uh, we are going to really get into it. Really? And we're going we're gonna to talk about COVID. We're going to talk about having it. And then we're going to bring it back to how to date and go on about with your life during with it after you know okay um i think that's that's a dating is a this is we are a dating relationship show so i think that we have to deal with things as they uh are we are confronted with them and covid has been a major thing for not just people are dating but couples relationships everything is everything is under the microscope when you're it's it's touched so many people and I mean, in so many interesting, challenging ways, and horrible and tragic. Um, but there is uh, there is some you know wisdom in all of this. I think there's so many things that that we've learned and can learn, and um, I don't know. Silver lining. Absolutely. But I I would say as it pertains to dating, I think people. Um, who knows? We're going to get into this about, does it make it hard? Yes, it does make it harder. Does it make cha- uh, being single more challenging? For sure. Yes. Uh, we have can lots you of still, can, Yeah. Can you still date during this time? Uh, I think people are dating more. I think there's... Some are, some I, are I think not. I'm, I'm, I, I think that uh, some people are completely affected by it. Some people are kind of ignoring it and just going about their things. We have lots of friends that are dating online. Oh, yeah, no, no, it hasn't and stopped. And successful, no. and they're meeting people, and they're doing things, and we are, we are, oh, my God, how do you do that today under a pandemic? And it's Yeah, no, you uh, can do it's it. Scary. It, it's scary. You can do it's it. It's scary. There are ways to do it. There are... It brings up a new, you know, when you, when somebody says, have you been tested? It doesn't mean <laughs> HIV anymore <laughs> or anything no, right, else like that. Right, right. No, it's it just adds to the whole... Exactly. So... I think I think we should get into it. Let's unless you have something else you want to talk about here, we, because well, we have the expert who is. I mean, you know, we really do. And she's one of our favorite. And she's guests. a returning champ. Yes. And I'm so interested to talk to her because. Well, I'm going to get just let's, I'm, let me read her bio and then we're going to okay. get right into it. Okay. Don't okay. Too much. Um, without further ado, it's Susan Bratton who is um, dear to us, and she's a friend of the show, and she's been on the show. I think this is her third time. Wow, amazing. And she's actually been in this studio with her husband, yes, Tim. That was a fun and episode. That was, that was really was fun. Pre-COVID. Right before pre-COVID, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, like... Mm, a couple months. Yeah. And um, 
and she unfortunately contracted it and mm. had I've been following her recovery, her journey on Facebook and uh, I had to have her on the show. I just had to if not she knows everything. She is just a, a font and wealth of information and she's a friend and I love her and she's kind of um yeah, girl crush. Right? I do. I, I sort it's of okay. do. We both do. Okay. Susan Bratton is an advocate and champion of all who desire passionate intimacy. She is a best-selling author of 34 books and online programs that teach passionate lovemaking, bedroom communication skills, and restorative sexual wellness techniques. Susan is a frequent daytime television guest, speaker from the stage, and expert on a myriad on myriad, excuse me, online summits and podcasts. In addition to being a sex expert, helping millions of people through her Better Lover YouTube channel and Instagram platform, she is the CEO of a digital publishing company called Personal Life Media and creator of a next generation line of libido products for people across the gender spectrum called The 20. And we have her here with us today. Welcome back, Susan Bratton. Standing O. Oh my God, look at those people. <laughs> Welcome, you two beauties. It's so nice to be together again. I'm I'm so missing hugging you. I oh, need hugs so from you too. It's mutual. So we'll get there. Great. We hope so. Uh, we miss <laughs> hugging you. We miss hugs. Period. Don't you miss? I miss hugging people. Of course. I yeah. really do. Those those tight, juicy. Mm, and then there's those... hugs too. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know, it was when you were when you were. Uh, bringing the show on um i wanted to i had two things i wanted to parking lot with you for the discussion because i know you want me to talk a bit about covid and recovering from it being a long hauler which i definitely want to do because i did some stuff that worked and some stuff that didn't work and i want to share those things but i recently wrote eight sexy video dating games uh came up with really fun ideas for what you could do over video chat when you were you know in the covid land of covid world and um, I have a free gift called the magic pill method for when you don't feel well and you're in a relationship and you're not feeling like you want to make love, how not to let your sex life fall apart even through bad health times. So I definitely want to like parking lot those things. We'll Boy, get to that. Love it. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Me. Can't wait. Okay, so and this is why we had you on, have you on the on the show on the hello. Thank God on for the editing. Flow. The show the flow. I'm not and touching this it. <clears throat> is why we are having you on the show. The edits stay in the picture. No, take that. That's out. staying. Okay, Susan, you're a sex expert. Yes. Okay, so let's just remove yourself from just as an observer. Um, yeah. How has COVID changed sex as you see it? As you hear from uh, from couples and singles, what do you think? Yeah, um, well, there is a real upswing in online dating, especially Tinder and Bumble. Um, they seem to be the, I always say fish where the fish are, and Tinder and Bumble seem to be doing very well. Not that, not, not to say that you shouldn't be on Millionaire Match or J-Date or whatever is right for you, but um, there are a lot more people. There's good deal flow on the apps right now. And they have new video chat features, which is also something to be exploring right now. 
And um, I think a really good, like for me, good advice around dating right now is really understand your the things that are most important to you. For example, you know, it could be something like if you know if, if I were doing online dating, I, I would want to know, um, you know, I, a couple of things. Um, and these are just mine, but everybody has to have their list. Mine would be um, uh, how old are you? How tall are you? For real? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, do you have a college degree? Do you have a job? What is that job? Uh, did you vote GOP or Democrat? Big one. Uh, do you wear a mask? Um, do you have a car? Now in urban dating, that's not so important, but in suburban dating, that's important. I've literally had women tell me that they've gone on a date and the guy shows up on a skateboard and he doesn't even have a car. <laughs> and, you know, like you wouldn't think you'd have to ask, but you do. Um, that was young? Be another, another piece of things. Um, those are some of the basics. And what I found when I, women are afraid to ask these things. They're just afraid to come right out and like, do you have a job and a college degree? If that's what's important to you, because you have your things too. And uh, when when women do it, when they finally write the, just ask them in all in one chat question, the guy will be like, I'm 46, I'm 5'11 and three quarters. I have a master's of fine art. I work at, I'm an, an animator. I work, you know, like they'll just answer the, every question and they'll be like, is there anything else you want to know? So that's one of the things I've really been encouraging people to do is get on apps and ask the questions right up front because there's no sense screwing around with meet and greets and blah, blah, blahs. And then the next step would be either if you want to meet them in person, meet them in a masked sunny location outdoors. So you've got good ventilation and don't take your mask off. Look at their teeth on the, look at their teeth on their profile pictures first and see how the chemistry is and, and how they are. And then you can move to things like, uh, getting together or what have you, or you can start with video chats and play those chat games to get to know each other. Uh, Susan, so if as a guy, if I was confronted with a woman who's asking a compound question of 10 questions in one first initial chat, am I put off by that? Am I going to be thinking, oh, God, you know, she's okay, uh, as opposed to the normal flow of a conversation where that'll come out naturally? It's not the very first question you ask, but after you've established some dialogue, I think it's really good to check the things that are important to you Correct. because two, two things. Number one, generally, and I always speak in grand generalities because everything's a bell curve. Some men are good writers, but they don't want to be chatting forever. And they actually appreciate the checklist of your qualifications. And in all honesty, women are really in control of the dynamic around whether the date happens or not. The women get to do the picking for the most part, unless you're a rock star stud. And then you get to do the picking because all the girls want to have sex with you. That's, you know, the one in a million guy. God love him. Uh, get in line. But... Um, <laughs> Generally, I think it's really good to just ask for the things that are important to you. So, yes, of course, you create some rapport, but don't be doing this forever and then find out he, he drives a skateboard. You mm -hmm. know, you've got to run through. It's deal flow. You've got to run through a lot of people and not be afraid to ask these questions. And don't waste your time getting together unless all those answers are the right ones for you, because you're never going to be happy if you're a Biden supporter who's dating an anti-masker Trump 
Right. Right. You're just not. Yeah, I would. I based on what you're saying, um, it's not really that different than pre-pandemic, except maybe you're just asking more questions about their personal comfort levels with protocols. And I mean, all of these questions one should be asking anyway, pandemic or no pandemic. But Yeah. um, yeah, I would like to know just how serious you take it. Do you yeah. do you think it's a hoax? I mean, right. are you careful? Are you cautious? Those are all things you don't want to put yourself in harm's way. Yeah. Um, my next question to you is, do you find that people are hornier because they're isolated and because they can't proceed as normal and, you know, it makes them, because they can't do it, it makes them want it even more? Or do you find that the fear that sort of this pervasive fear is sort of taking its toll on libido levels? Anxiety takes its toll on libido levels. Um, And of course, anyone who's having health issues is going to take a hit on libido because your libido and your general health are two sides of the same coin. When you don't feel well, you you don't have any desire. So um, there are definitely people are, are, are they have pandemic fatigue, they're, they're, they're tired, they, they miss hugging, they're not getting enough oxytocin, they feel lonely, they feel isolated. It's just a, it's a stressful time right now, generally. However, um, I was on a call yesterday with Fun Factory. They have a new product coming out that I'm really excited about. Um, that Fun Factory is one of the three brands of pleasure toys that I am kind of a spokesperson for. Like I'm an unpaid spokesperson. I just, I, I've looked at all the products and they are the consistently excellent companies. And one of the things, you know, I have a lot of people who are monogamous who follow me. And one of the things that couples say is that one of the one of the things they rate themselves worst at in lovemaking is introducing and integrating pleasure toys into lovemaking. Like pleasure toys are okay for self-pleasure, but oh my gosh, we should be able to, you know, completely satisfy each other with our hands, our fingers, our toes, our eyes, our language, our penises, our vulvas, et cetera. And that this would be cheating. And I'm always telling people try and have as much, co-create as much pleasure as humanly possible all the time and adding toys in to lovemaking is great. So what I, when I talked to Nora yesterday over at Fun Factory, she's coming out with a new uh, C-ring, cock ring, that has two vibrators to vibrate each side of the clitoris and I'm really looking forward to them getting that shipment. All their products are made in Bremen, Germany in the factory. They're like the Porsche of um, vibrators. And so we're waiting for them to come over on the ship so we can get them. But I'm really excited about that product because I think vibrator sales are way up right now. Nora's like, we were worried when the pandemic started, oh my God, but we are doing incredibly well. And I said, I wonder, how well couples are doing. I think the timing of this double motor vibrating cock ring is perfect because couples are now a year into the pandemic. And one of the biggest issues is their kids are driving them crazy and they don't get any privacy. And so having this, you know, they they have to sneak sex and get it when they can, and they don't have time for long, languorous foreplay and warm up. So having something that kind of gets the job done for both parties is like perfect timing. So 
couples, I think were ha some were having more sex. A lot have been having less sex and now they're like, well, this is this has gone on too long. We have to do something about it. What are we gonna do? And that's where I see pleasure toys starting to kind of seep into uh, lovemaking. Do you think that, I'm sort of on the heels of my question about people being hornier or less horny, um, yeah. that um, the desire for sexual, I don't really know what this question is. There's sexual, the desire for sexual release. Yeah. And then there's the need for companionship and connection. Yeah. Um, in your studies, travels, journeys, observations, is it equally weighted? I think generally m more men require consistent release. I can't believe Robbie hasn't hit a button to make a funny sound yet. Um, <sighs> <laughs> Come on, Robbie. Thanks, you, boy, you, you know me. You know me too well. He's really. Oh, that felt good. That was my cock ring. Generally, men need consistent release. <laughs> Women need release on a more monthly cycle. Um, but everyone, everyone's craving more skin-to-skin -skin contact. Um, I hadn't felt well for a, a, a week or 10 days, and I said to my husband, all I want you to do is just rub my body all over and just love my whole body up. Just butter me. I like to be buttered. I use this, um, and I'm coming out with some new products uh, this year. <laughs> they were a year delayed because of COVID. One of them is an avocado oil, and one of them is an avocado butter. And this butter, it's an all, they're all natural. There's nothing in them but avocado. And I love him to lie me down and butter my whole body and then flip me over and butter the back and then tuck me in for bed. And it's just such a nice feeling to just be lovingly buttered and coddled and to get all that skin touch. So I do think we miss not only the physical touch on our, all of our skin, but we also miss actual hugging. Yeah. Hugging is squeezing. And when you think about orgasms, orgasms are, or they're a contraction and release. Whether that's an ejaculation or a non-ejaculatory orgasm, and men and women and people across the gender spectrum can have both. They're actually two systems in the body. So there's the, there's the release but there's the contraction that comes before it. And that contraction is, is what kind of compresses and then lets go the energy, the sadness, the wounding, the traumas, the upsets, the anxieties, which is one of the reasons why orgasm is so good for you. And hugs and being squeezed and held and touched, even in Taoist practice, Sexual energy can be generated by taking your your pointer finger and your thumb and wrapping it around your lover's wrist at the wrist bone and just squeezing it a couple of times. It's it that squeezing sends energy into the system. So squeezes are very that, good. And that that's is crazy. The hugs. That that's a little crazy you say that because I, Lovey, sometimes yes, I put my 
thumb and four finger, second finger around Robbie's wrist, and I just, I just, I don't know what it is. It makes, it brings me comfort. It's like, yeah. what is that? <laughs> it's not like that. It just gives me, I don't know. The uh, weirdest things bring good. you comfort, it's, right? It's, it's a, it makes me feel good. It makes you feel good. Okay. Yeah. We'll add that into our. Great. Our, our, play. Yeah. When yeah. you grab my wrist, I know it's time. Now you can do time. that all the way up and down his penis, too. I bet, I bet, I bet. What makes you think I, I don't already? Yes. I know you do. I've learned everything I know is from you. Oh, well, I've got more to teach you. <laughs> I've been doing some That's why we keep having you on uh, the show. Can't. I have a really new hot sex technique. I got two hot new sex techniques. Bring it. You want to hear them? Sure. Yes. Of course. Do I Beg need me. to take my clothes off? Because I'm already getting hot. We're Say, please. Loveys. Please, yes. okay. please tell me you're hot. Yes, we're, it's, it's working. <laughs> okay, first one is come full circle. I'll send this to you guys. I'll send them both to you. You can get it okay. at come full circle, C-U-M-F-U-L-L-C-I-R-C-L-E.com, come full circle. It's a really fun sex position. It's a double helix, 360 degree sex position. And, you know, Trevor, you are... In, you have a magnificent body and you're in you're so lithe and you're in such good shape and you're so physically healthy that it's going to be super easy for you but this is actually really easy if you're big and slow and old and overweight as well so i don't want people to say okay well i couldn't do it trevor could do it with robbie but i couldn't do it yes you can and basically what it is and i think it would be fantastic with this this new cock ring where it's and i did it as an illustrated guide you actually download kind of a, like a, a it's like a graphic cartoon you know and they're clothed it's not naked but you you get on top of Robbie and then you slowly spin around and he ends up under you and then you end up on top of him again. You'll have to see how the technique nice. goes. But one of the things that's really important in the to combat the monotony of monogamy, because you do fall into a rut, is to do new things. And sex positions are one of the most fun things you can do. And uh, so that is one of my little silly sex position techniques. And, you know, it's one of those like Olympic athlete type of things where you do it once and then you're like, we did it, <laughs> hurrah, huzzah. I need some crowd cheering here, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Dismount. <laughs> Sorry, a little late. But um, that is a really fun one. And then the other one I was thinking about was I wrote this last year. It's called Thrust in Time. And for anybody single, especially single men who are finally going to make love to a new woman for the first time, it's really great for that, as well as for couples who've been making love forever together. And she has she never really is able to orgasm from intercourse. They do other things for her orgasm, but then they make love. There's penetration, but she can't come from that. Or another big problem is men who have stamina issues. One in four men feel like they can't last as long as she wants them to. So this sex technique is called thrust in time. And I took 
another ancient Taoist practice, similar to the wrist squeeze. I took an ancient Taoist practice and I updated it for the 21st century. And it's um, a rhythm of stroking in intercourse that slows him down and sends her right over the edge into orgasm at the same freaking time. It. It's genius. So that's a really fun one too. I'd love for you guys to try it out because you're going to be just supposed to be like, I this is something I'm, so I'm going to be reading Robbie a book while I'm in the mid middle of this. Is this <laughs> am I consulting, you know, you're going to whip out your iPad I, and go, yeah. okay, wait, hold on oh, a second. This is, we're doing this wrong. Move to the right. No, no, no. Up a little more to the left. Okay. Right. Hold it. Let, okay. That's it. Okay. It's oh, on happened? our to-do list. So those are two new things you can do together and let me know how you how they go for you. Do the come full circle. Try That's that one. You'll okay. It's good to be drunk to do that one in all honesty. Or yeah. a little stoned. You That's, live in California. Okay. You, we're That's legal not here. a stretch around here. Um, That's every it's night. It's not the worst thing in the world to be a little tipsy to try come full circle because, you know, you're going to be just like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Okay. I mean, maybe... Hold on, let me give it a shot. Was that a stunt? Like, hang on, I, I gotta consult the iPad. Was that a stunt leg? <laughs> That's how you start. Okay. <laughs> this is how it all starts. I wouldn't have my headphones on though. So, I um, can I ask you a personal question because it hasn't gotten personal enough. Yeah, um, always. <laughs> I how how is your sexual health and recovery? You have to ask back. that. Well, because we, um, well, I've okay. been, I've taken a real hit in the level of orgasmic intensity I feel. Like my orgasms feel distant, hard to achieve. And when I achieve them, they're kind of disappointingly desultory. But there's slow, but, but I know, I absolutely know that it's only because I got, I took such a, systemic hit my mitochondrial i had so much damage to my mitochondria to the little batteries in my cells that give me energy that um i just don't have the resources to have those incredible massive comes that i'm spoiled to be used to I and hear you, sis. Slowly getting better, my libido, and and I have more libido high days than others. You know, it comes and it goes. I can I can peg my health to how my turn on is going. Uh, so I have great faith that everything will be restored and returned. I'm on the right track now, but I got sick a year ago. I've been sick for a year. I lost a year of my life. Uh, and I still have bad days where I'm back lying down and you know just not doing a lot, but. Mentally, I'm coming back. Physically, I'm coming back. I'm getting back out on my bike. Tim bought me an e-mountain bike, an electric mountain Ooh, bike. Wow. We live here in Northern California on Mount Tamalpais. You guys have oh, to come great. visit us oh, when great. all this bullshit oh, is yeah. over. Yes, love it. And um, uh, do you, I can sorry, get out I'm... on my mountain bike now, my electric Yeah, I know. I've been bike. watching you on Facebook. It's been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you so, really have recovered. Um, and you're I'm so inspirational. Recovered. I mean, you're... You, you just give a lot of hope and inspiration to your followers and, and just, I've been rooting for you all year Thank long you. and Thank feel, you. I feel, I know how vibrant and how much your sexual health and health means to you. And I, I'm yes. applauding you. So do you I, I have a question? Back better. Oh, sorry. Um, 
Are you part of like Facebook groups, recovery groups? Do you share stuff? Do you get feedback from other people? And is this something you're hearing from other people in terms of timing and the journey? It seems like I am part of the long hauler Facebook groups and Slack groups and things like that. But, you know, I was, I got, I got COVID very early. Tim and I did our best friend get, when we heard COVID was coming, we were like way ahead. We got our employees hunkered down. We got our families hunkered down. We got our friends hunkered down. We got hunkered down. And the last friend who we visited with to say goodbye, we're going into quarantine, you know, we're going to go shelter in place, had COVID and didn't know it and was pre-symptomatic. Mm -hmm gave it to us, got sick five days later, eight days later after that, we got sick, Tim healed. I, I got better and then I relapsed. And then I was down with neuroinflammation and chronic fatigue for a year. And I tried all kinds of things. And the issue is that for most people, they either don't have health care or they have very poor health care. And I am one of the fortunate people who has very good health care and I can afford to do things that most people can't afford to do. I'm lucky. I, you know, I've, I've built up a good business. I started out very poor. I'm the, I'm the daughter of, of teachers. We had no money. I'm a self-made woman with my husband. We're self-made people, but um, and we're not filthy rich or anything, but we can afford to do some things. I, I tried things like I was able to spend, you know, $10,000 on hyperbaric oxygen therapy treatments to try to get rid of the neuroinflammation. It helped a lot. It got me back on my feet. Mm. I was able to try exosome therapy, which is like a kind of like a mini stem cell therapy. I can't tell you if it worked, but I continue to heal. So I wouldn't recommend that one because I didn't, I couldn't quantify it. I didn't feel immediately better, better from it. I did oxygen. I mean, I did, um, uh, ozone blood therapy. I don't think that really helped. I did NAD plus IVs. Those helped a little, but they're very expensive for the incremental benefit you get. You have to be really rich to justify some of the stuff that I did. What I also did that really helped, that was one of the cheapest, most simple things I did, was I, I took, I gave myself, or I roped my husband into doing it, um, injections of 50,000 IUs of vitamin D into my hip once a week while I was trying to recover through the worst of it. And that really perked me up going out in the sunshine and getting a tan and sitting out there every day in the sun did more for me than almost anything hmm. I did. Sunshine hmm. helped me recover. And um, there was one other thing that I did that was, oh, well, here was the thing that finally got me out of bed and going again. And that was that I took a test called the or, an organic acid test, O-A-T, they call it the OAT. There's Great Plains and Genova, two companies make it. And um, this is something that functional medicine doctors use a lot. And essentially what it does is it measures your fatty acids in your blood, it measures your neurotransmitters, it measures your amino acids, it measures uh, your, um, it can tell you if you have like dysbiosis issues like um, Giardia, H. pylori, Candida, you know, those kinds of things, um, parasites and stuff. Um, 
And my doctor hired Dr. Dan Kalish, who is the guy that teaches all the functional medicine doctors how to read the oat tests. He, he is in a business with the guy that invented the test. So he teaches doctors how to read these things. He read my test and he said, well, here's why you can't get out of bed. Now it's gonna be different for everyone, but what I'm saying is that when you're suffering from chronic fatigue and you can't figure out where in your system you are broken, the organic acid test is very interesting because basically the situation was that I was missing a couple of things. I have a, I have a genetic anomaly called MTHFR. It's very common, very skews, very high in uh, the Latina, Latinx um, category as well. But it's a genetic anomaly where you don't do something called methylating. And methylating is essentially a, their detox pathways. So you end up having, you hold in your heavy metals and things and you can't move them out of your body. So I'm what is called a poor methylator. Lots of people are, many, many people are poor methylators. And so um, I was missing vitamins B1, B2, B3, methionine, L-tryptophan, and there was one arginine. And I started specifically supplementing those things. He looked at all of my organic acid tests and he looked at all my levels of all of the things that are needed to create energy in your system. He said, your neurotransmitters look great. You have a beautiful fatty acid profile. My God, what are you doing? I've always doing? said that I about you. <laughs> you have a gorgeous fatty acid profile. Exactly. And then it's one of the uh, things I love about you things you're missing. And the problem is that your Krebs cycle, your Krebs cycle is the cycle that makes ATP. ATP is the energy that comes from your mitochondria, the batteries in your cells. And if you're not getting certain nutrients in that cycle, the cycle doesn't work. The circle doesn't run the tire, the wheel doesn't turn. And so within four days of starting to take those things, my wheels started turning. And he had me take a whole bunch of amino acids every morning and every night on an empty stomach. Because you need amino acids as the building blocks to restore mitochondrial. You, you, mitochondrial biogenesis is where your body's creating new healthy cells. And without those amino acids, you can't do it. So you can give the cycle all the things it needs but if you don't give it the building blocks, it's still not gonna make new cells. And when you get COVID, you have mitochondrial retraction, which means it kills off your cell batteries. So this is how I'm rebuilding my cell batteries. You missed your calling. Is there such thing as a sexpert, scientist combining? Yes, I'm Susan gonna, Bratton. You're Dr. Bratton now. She is Dr. Bratton. Did you know all this before you got COVID or did it take you on a sort of a self- you know, well, I journey. call myself a sexual biohacker. So yes. in understanding biohacking, you're dealing with intermittent fasting and you're do, you're doing you're thinking about your mitochondria and you're using things like photobiomodulation, red light therapy. I'm getting and, turned on. And all that stuff. Oh, I want I have something I have to show you. I've been wanting to tell you about this, Trevor. Um, can I tell you about this? Please. Yes. Little device. Thank so I'm you. holding up a little device. This is a little Enough white science. device. It's not a sex toy. It's a vaginal restoration at home FDA class two device. Hello. And I'm going to turn it on and I'm going to turn it on and check this out. It uses red light therapy and vibration. Oh, wow. Can you hear the vibe? Yeah. Uh, yes. And Keep going. it warms up. 
Where, where do you put it? You put it up your vagina. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it's something you hold in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, I didn't. I didn't make. Give I'm me sorry. your wrist. <laughs> okay, you put it in your vagina. I'm sorry. Go, so continue. You slide this into your Got vagina. It. Okay. And this red light stimulates the mitochondrial batteries in the vaginal tissue to replicate so that you, because as you age and you lose estrogen, your tissue thins. As you age, you lose muscle tone and you lose lubrication. And so what this does is it basically plumps up all the tissue. Oh, sorry. So Somebody's sorry about getting that. plumped. I didn't realize I didn't have that turned off. Um, it plumps up all the tissue inside your vagina. So you have more pleasure, more grip, more orgasmic intensity, um, more lubrication, et cetera. Does it come in smaller sizes? <laughs> Thank you, this baby. <laughs> You're so nice. I was thinking about myself. No, okay. Mean. I have a question. You mentioned yeah. something about hormones. Yeah. Um, for women who yeah. um, are post, uh, well, we could talk about post-menopause, but post-COVID, okay, yeah. would you, who are not already on hormone replacement, yeah. would you recommend it? Yes. Um, I am a big believer in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, therapy, and I really also am a big believer in male testosterone replacement as men age, keeping their testosterone topped up, top testosterone. Um, I have um, a, a friend of mine, Dr. Lindsay Berkson, she's a hormone scholar, and she recently wrote an ebook called Estrogen Vindication, which explains why all of those women health initiative studies were poorly done, done with non-bioidentical estrogen, and created a whole generation of women and doctors who are afraid to prescribe estrogen, progesterone, testosterone to women. Um, I couldn't live without them. It's one of the things that definitely keeps my vulva, which is not just the vagina, but all of the tissue, the, you know, the, the labia, the clitoral structure, the urethral sponge, which people call a G spot, et cetera. It keeps it all in much better health. And then if you can combine it with something like this device, which by the way, is called a V fit V F I T. And if you go to joylux, J-O-Y-L-U-X.com slash Susan, they give you a really nice uh, vaginal replenishing serum to go with your purchase of VFIT because I love this company and this brand. And then for um, hormones, hormones are like part of the equation around libido and it's not really the estrogen, it's the testosterone. You need t testosterone is the hormone of lust. It's the hormone that gives you like the, uh, right? It's, it's the, that. And so when women are feeling like their libido is low, it doesn't really have anything to do with their estrogen or, or menopause. Often women in menopause experience more libido because their estrogen diminishes, but their testosterone doesn't. Their ovaries don't stop making the testosterone that's made from the adrenals. And so what happens is they actually have a ratio of more testosterone to estrogen and they get a little hornier. But estrogen's the thing that makes your vaginal tissue delicate and thin, which is why the V-Fit is so good for that. Um, the thing that everybody misses is blood flow. 
And that's where you're really losing your libido and your oomph. Now, everybody knows that when a guy can't get enough blood into his penis, he's going to take his Viagra, which is the thing that relaxes the, it's called vasodilation. It relaxes the blood vessels and lets enough blood flow in that the tissue can lock and hold the blood in there. You actually have to have a lot of blood flow to get a heart on, not just to get the penis full of blood, but to get the, the tissue to lock off, to hold it in there. So men will experience um, smaller erections, bendy erections, inability to, they can get hard but can't stay hard, et cetera. And for that, the equivalent for men is called a Phoenix Pro, which is an acoustic wave device they use at home on their own penis, or go to Gaines Wave treatment centers and have the acoustic wave done by a professional there. That works really well, but what's even the most fundamental thing is having enough testosterone and having enough nitric oxide. And where people miss the whole thing is they aren't supplementing their nitric oxide. Nitric oxide, once that starts to fall off, you lose your ability to get the blood flow into your pelvic bowl. So women start to suffer from loss of lubrication, delicate tissue, their orgasms don't feel as intense anymore because they don't get blood flow. You need the blood flow to puff up your tissue so that you have more surface area, so you feel more sensation. And so when people think hormones, it's like, yep, hormones are good, you gotta have them, watch your testosterone, but also nitric oxide, which is why I make my flow <laughs> supplement for nitric oxide. This is like the QVC channel. Nitric oxide supplement. What is that? Can you show it again? What? Yes, flow. Flow. I'll send you guys some. Okay. I have um, two supplement products. The first one is flow which is an organic nitric oxide supplement that uses citrulline, which is better for older people than arginine, which also is bad for pe people who have herpes don't wanna take arginine anyway. And uh, so this is wonderful. It's made from watermelon, spinach, pine bark, acerola cherries, and it has NAC in it, which is a detox pathway uh -huh. uh, supplement. And then I have, where's my desire? It's right here. I'll send you guys these. Oh, that's I will definitely get can't, you hooked up for wait. as long as you want them um, with my desire multivitamin multimineral because, for example, you could have a lot of testosterone, but it's bound and you need free testosterone, but you don't have enough boron in your system, a tiny little trace mineral. So if you're not taking a daily multivitamin multimineral, you, you may not be getting that cycle moving of the hormone production, getting the bound into free and available estrogen and testosterone and things like that. So I have a multivitamin, multimineral supplement, but then I put a libido botanical in it. And I made three different ones because when you use ancestral plant-based botanicals for libido, you don't wanna take them all the time. You wanna cycle through them. So you take one the first month, one the next month, one the next month, and then start over. So every day you're getting all the vitamin D and the K2 and all that good stuff, plus methylated B vitamins for us crappy methylators, highly bioavailable Bs, and a libido botanical. And the botanicals that I chose were Tribulus terrestris, Tongkat Ali, and Fenugreek. And they basically are attorneys at law. <laughs> what? Attorneys at law. <laughs> 
They're basically the three most potent libido botanicals from the three parts of the world that people have been using for thousands and thousands and thousands of years because everybody always wants to feel lustier. And these are the ones that work for people across the gender spectrum, whether you're a male body penis owner or a female body vulva owner, these are the ones. And then the other two that are really good for you are the cacao from dark chocolate. Mm. So a low sugar, high dark chocolate cacao. You can just eat chocolate. And maca, maca root is excellent. But I can't get that into a pill because you got to take a lot of it. So I'm coming out with an energy bar, a chocolate cacao maca energy bar. Rob's all over it. stacks with the supplement and the blood flow. You're amazing. You're like a sexy yeah. nerd. I am, an, I am such a nerd. Yeah, it's you really amazing. are. I know. Oh, my gosh. So, science girls are very fucking <clears throat> too, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We are finding that out. Uh, I, I have a couple of questions. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, so um, getting back to when you were um, not feeling great, uh, yeah. and Tim, who's just, a, I know, a wonderful husband and partner for you, uh, what signals are you able to give him so he knows the time is is now, time is right for him? Because as a, uh, a conscientious partner to my wife, I... I I kind of want her to let me know when the time is right as much because I'm usually good for the go whenever it's whenever it's ready. So, but I want her to let me know when her time is right. So, is there a signals? Is there communication? What you know? How do you how do you play that out? I think the best thing to do is to offer unlimited yoni massages, and by yoni I mean vulva, female genital massages and often it start by rubbing my neck or if something hurts relieving that so full body touch moving into genital massage with no expectation for intercourse and offering them a lot and giving them a lot so that you keep her blood flow to her genital tissues really pumped up and the more you do that without any pressure to go any further, the more she says yes to it. And the more she says yes to it, the more she actually will want intercourse no matter what time of the month it is. Hmm. And so that's the trick is get your hands on her body all the time. Because what happens is we women being estrogen dominant, we're all like, I've got a million things going on in my head all the time and I can't just shut the fuck up and lie the fuck down and Mm -hmm. get robbed, you know? And so you have to like basically ambush her grab her up, lie her down and stroke her body and not expect to get sex. And then she'll be like, oh, yeah, I actually do want you to have sex with me. Thank you, baby. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> Smart and sneaky. I, yeah. I love it. But I, I, I want to say that, because um, I also have had a, I had a bad 2020. Um, yeah, that mama. was, um, and my dad. And, I didn't know um, your daddy died too. Yeah, yeah. Aww. And I want to just let women know that are not feeling super attractive and sexy and are and this time has made them because I know that stress and anxiety has just taken its toll on me and you don't always feel like a goddess and you don't always feel like a sex machine it can really it is no joke um fear can just suck the no pun intended anything out of you it sucks the the fun and the spontaneity and um 
So I, I really want to make sure that women viewing this today feel like they're not alone. Um, just, I can't, I can't tell you how it's made me, it's given me my own kind of fatigue in a way, yeah. which um, is getting better. But I would uh, just reassure women that there's nothing wrong with them and that it's normal to feel this way. And you've been so comforting and reassuring, Dr. Bratton. You really have. I can't tell you this has made me feel just so much more normal, I guess, yeah. right? I don't know. Sure. Yeah. So thank you so I have much. One more technique for Robbie for you. Excellent. Are you are you full or can you take one more? I, I, I bring it. I love that. Oh, and I loved how deep you said that in a real deep voice too. That was sexy, Robbie. Um, the soulmate embrace. So most people think, okay, I want to get my partner turned on, so I'm going to turn the knobs and push the button, but Arousal is the foundation, uh, I'm sorry, relaxation is the foundation of arousal. Arousal cannot begin, you cannot begin to climb the escalator of arousal and desire without relaxation. And I created a technique that I call the soulmate embrace. And it is one of my most popular downloads. I think over 80,000 people have downloaded just that one technique of mine. I've had over one and a quarter million downloads of my techniques. And that, that is in my top five most popular. I think it might be number two after my relationship magic download. And um, what it does is it teaches a couple how to hold and be held in a way that is relaxing, nurturing, rebooting, reconnecting. And what you will find when you hold your partner in this way is that she will begin to become aroused just from holding her in this way. It is pretty amazing it'll actually she'll go through a series of stages and that's what i write about in the book i write there's one page there's there's things in there for women to read about how it works in the stories and then there's one page for dudes which is basically just the checklist of how you do it Good. <laughs> because i know my gender spectrum personality types Smart. and she goes through when you hold her in this way she goes through being agitated sewing machine legs um, unsettled, um, then she starts to have like things come up she needs to say, and she says those things, and then you do a, there's a little something else you do, and then she starts to calm down, and then there's another next little thing you do when she hits that, and then as she calms down, you start a certain stroking pattern, a real simple stroking pattern with a slightly different hold, and that calms her down more. And then sometimes tears will start to flow. Her saliva will begin to flow. Her nose might run a little bit and her vagina becomes lubricated. When the flow happens, it's a letdown 
It's kind of like when you breastfeed a child and you hold the baby and then your milk starts to flow. That's the relaxation of breastfeeding. It's a very similar mammalian mechanism. And what you're doing as the masculine is creating safety and security for her mammalian mechanisms to, <laughs> I sound like a nerd, mammalian mechanisms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm following you. To, to start to flow. And then all of a sudden, you look her in the eyes. She looks you in the eyes. She connects with you. Your heartbeats have syncopated. She's got this juicy mouth. You start to kiss it. She jumps on top of you, and she's ready to go. <laughs> got a cigarette? It's a sneaky little trick. <laughs> it's, but it, it, it makes perfect sense. We have a lot to and do tonight. I think, but you know what? I think we already incorporate some of that. I think without even having it be labeled as what you just said it was we but there's some tricks you're gonna get out of this i feel that you're probably 90 percent of the way there but i have a couple tricks for you in there robbie i absolutely i can't wait it's 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 wonderful to hear this from you we need to get to work okay and I by know. work, That's I mean... That's a lot of home play. <laughs> we have a lot of homework. We're going to do thrust in time. Oh, my gosh. We're going to do come full circle when you're drunk. And you're going to do the soulmate embrace when you're feeling yes. like... <sighs> and then we'll have dinner. But we'll have breakfast <laughs> or lunch. <laughs> maybe, do one, maybe do one a week. Okay. It's quite a lot of homework. Overachievers. Susan, how wonderful is this? Oh, my God. <laughs> I have been waiting for <laughs> yeah. this moment. I, I asked you a little while ago, like a few months ago, are you ready? Are you, and yeah, you said, and you were totally honest and honoring your body and what it could do and your limits. And I totally respect that. And you couldn't, you weren't ready yet. And I knew, I just was waiting for you to come on and, and do your thing, girl. All right. I love you too. And I miss yeah. you so oh much. Oh my gosh. Well, Susan, please. I love your love. It's mutual. Let our listeners know and viewers uh, how they can get a hold of you and your, your website's Sarah. Yeah, that's easy. Um, you'll get on my email list if you download any of those things I talked about, which is totally great. Um, and then if you ever have any, I call myself the trusted hot sex advisor to millions when I'm in good company, like with Trevor and Robbie, but in the outside kind of mainstream world, I call myself intimate intimacy wellness expert to millions. So, but really what I am is a, I'm, a, I'm an advice, per, I'm like the dear Abby of all things sex, love and intimacy. And so if you're on my email list and you reply to any email, I get it and I reply. That's my thing. The reason I'm so good is because people share all their most deeply personal issues and questions. So I have to go learn how to figure those things out and try them on people. And over the decades, I've learned, oh, okay, that worked. These are what all my little techniques are. And so you can find thousands and thousands of articles searchable on any sexual topic you could imagine at personallifemedia.com. If you want to see my boobs, which for some reason people love to see my boobs, that's on my Instagram page. Like I post all this fabulous stuff and all Instagram wants is my boobs. So that's at susanbratton.com. Now Robbie's just writing that one down. Susan Bratton, you know, at Susan Bratton. Um, that one's that. And those are, and then I have a third place that's good, which is um, I launched a new website about a year and a half ago called betterlover.com. And that has hundreds of videos of me dressed up in crazy costumes, bouncing my boobies, teaching sex techniques. 
and you got to work with your assets. I was always like, you shouldn't be a sex bird if you're not sexy. You got to bring it. You should embrace your love of your own sexuality mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. going to teach people. Does she bring it or what? Mm-hmm. Sex, mm-hmm. Right? You bring you bring it, Susan. You are the dear Abby of my vagina. <laughs> Yay! That would be dear Flabby. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't, oh, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean. I didn't mean all that. those yoni massages you gave it. You're funny. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Susan, how much do we love you? Our best to Tim. And yes, I will definitely tell him you sent your love. Absolutely. Good. So great. Um, thank you. And um, everybody watching, you can find us at uh, dunbeansingle.com. You can follow us at, at dunbeansingle. And if you have questions, Jenny dilemmas, fun stories to share, write us at Trevor and Robbie at dunbeansingle.com. Did I already say that? Dunseen? No. There's a lot of places. You know that. Coaching services, trevabrandonsharf.com. And there you go. Yay. Susan. It's all out there. Just so like, great. Just like our tits. They're Hello. all out there. Woo. Okay. My tits aren't on Instagram, but they will be soon. They're spectacular. You Thank you. Mama. She is a Thank hot you. mama. Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. Okay. Hello. Susan. All right. So Bye. great. We love you. Susan. Love Come you. back again. Continued good health to you. Keep up the great work. All of you from head to toe. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you. I'm Shadow Stevens with my friends, Trevor and Robbie. See you next week on Done Being Single.